The Outlet. The Talk of Wanaka. The stress that people have gone through through the community and in tourism through COVID-19 has really left quite a deep impact on people and a lot of people have recognised the, the value that visitors bring to the district. I mean, we've all known that, you know, it's been a really key part of our economy, but they also bring a lot of vibrancy and events come with them. And so locals and businesses alike have really been excited about welcoming people back. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host, Brent Harbour. In this podcast, I talk to Tim Bark, Chief Executive of Lake Wanaka Tourism. We talk about the recovery of Wanaka's tourism industry following COVID-19, how we're faring with tourism numbers, and how the local community and tourism operators have embraced the return of visitors, along with some inspiring success stories and innovative approaches that have fueled Wanaka's recovery. Local voices, local info, the outlet, the talk of Wanaka. Let's have a look at what's on in Wanaka, brought to you by Liquorland 3 Parks, their next event with Unreal Deals. Little Peddler's Bike Confidence Courses run every Wednesday, 1pm to 5pm. Now they're 45-minute session times at 1pm, 2pm, 3pm or 4pm. So make sure you come and join Electric Meg and the team to help your little one gain confidence on the bike. Now it's suitable for beginner bikers age 7 and under. Meg will teach skills like safe braking and turning, biking around obstacles and cycling independently to help build confidence and get them ready for the trails. All the info can be found by clicking on things to do, then events on your Wanaka app. Tim Bark is the Chief Executive of Lake Wanaka Tourism. In this chat, we talk about the great innovations in Wanaka during and after the COVID-19 pandemic. We see if tourism numbers are keeping pace with the rest of the country and how the local community and tourism operators have embraced the return of visitors. Hi, Tim. Welcome to the Outlet Podcast. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for having me on board again. Not a problem. So tourism numbers appear to be improving around the country. How is Wanaka doing on its recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic? Uh, Wanaka's actually doing really well. We're back to pre-COVID-19 levels. We've had a really good summer. The businesses have been busy. The staffing levels have, have recovered a lot. That was last season. There was a lot of stressed businesses just not being able to get enough staff. There are still some shortages, but but in general, people are feeling a lot happier in where they're at, which is great. And how have the local community and tourism operators been in welcoming visitors back? Uh, really good. Yeah, I mean, the stress that people have gone through through the community and in tourism through COVID-19 has really left quite a deep impact on people and a lot of people have recognised the, the value that visitors bring to the district. I mean, we've all known that, you know, it's been a really key part of our economy, but they also bring a lot of vibrancy and events come with them. And so locals and businesses alike have really been excited about welcoming people back. So could you share some success stories or innovative approaches that you've seen from the business community in the recovery? I was having a think about that. There's a lot of different stories of different businesses doing things both through COVID and those stories are some of the coolest because a lot of them were focused on they needed to try and survive, but a lot of them were focused on, well, everybody else in the community needs to survive as well. So we found a lot of businesses who, especially in tourism, if the, if the visitor numbers weren't there, 
then um, how can they use their plant and equipment to do other things? For example, there's some who volunteered vehicles to go and deliver food parcels to you know to people that needed it, and other ones pivoted their businesses to be able to. And that's a horrible word. Everybody in tourism hates it, pivoting. But you know, rethinking how they could get through or what they could do. There was one really cool story of a food and beverage business who was thinking, what can we do? We really need to get some revenue and um, let's make some apple crumble. We'll see if any of the locals want apple crumble. And from what I heard, they put it out and and the business network, you know, shared it. And I think they ended up selling three tons of apple crumble to locals. Wow. <laughs> it was something phenomenal. And it was, you know, not everybody needed the apple crumble, but apple crumble's nice and, and what a great way to help you know, get a business through. Lots of interesting ones. There was other ones where people are trying new things, you know, during the quieter period where they had time to focus on it, redesigning some of their products. There's a lot of products coming out which have a regenerative focus. So having getting visitors involved in how we like to look after the place locally. So some of them are checking trap lines and that becomes part of the product. There was a forage and feast one where People are going out and actually finding what food you can you can actually eat that grows wild in the area. Yeah, all sorts of different ones. Well, that's great. I mean, it is people really thinking about what they do and what else they can do. I suppose if if this hadn't have happened, you might have just sat back and thought, well, this is the business, right? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I mean, even, you know, there are likes of helicopter operators who have jumped in helping with conservation efforts. And there's one helicopter operator who has put solar panels all over their hangar and they're putting together a hydroelectric scheme to help pump electricity back into the grid and, you know, make the grid more resilient. And, you know, stuff like that is just gold for this community. That's one of the one of the big challenges that we've got coming up ahead of us is a, an electricity network system that's going to be able to survive the increasing demand for electric vehicles. And having locals doing that is, you know, if you can do it, that's perfect. And, so I think there's going to be more of that going on. Well, it's not just going to be the cars. There's boats, there's scooters, there's so many different things now that they're managing to get electric. So that will be really important, won't it? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. And, you know, the cool stuff about businesses that are coming up with these innovative ideas of how they can help the place and the community, it becomes good business for them as well. You know, those are the stories that they share and we share them through Lake Wanaka Tourism and the work that we do in our marketing. And that's making us more attractive internationally because there's research that literally came out yesterday from the government, which shows that visitor demand is changing quite significantly, especially internationally, that people are looking for businesses and products that have a good track record for looking after the place because I think there was a lot of negative publicity through COVID in particular And people, when they're traveling now, they want to feel like they're doing something good for the place and that they're actually making a positive impact rather than feeling that they're not going to be welcome because, you know, they're creating a negative impact. We'll get back to my chat with Tim Bach, Chief Executive of Lake Wanaka Tourism in just a moment. But first, here's a couple of jobs listed on the Wanaka app. Thanks to New World 3 Parks for when it's your job to do the grocery shopping. These are current as of Feb 8th, 2024. Clean Commercial requires a commercial cleaner starting this month. Now the role is 15 hours per week, paying $35 per hour, and all work can be completed during the day with the bulk in the afternoon. Days are Monday to Friday and every second weekend. 
and Central Heating Solutions are looking for a heat pump installer to provide customer-driven service focusing on high-quality heating systems and high-efficiency heating designs. You can join the teams based in Wanaka, Queenstown or Cromwell to install and maintain heat pump systems in a wide range of rewarding projects. For these jobs and more, click on the Jobs button on the navigation bar of your Wanaka app. Now we get back to my chat with Tim Bark, Chief Executive of Lake Wanaka Tourism. Sustainability and tourism and also you know, social enterprise too is very important for a lot of people when they're planning what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And, you know, it was quite an extensive study the government did. And we've now got hard evidence that these markets are changing. Really interestingly, and to be perfectly honest, that's quite surprised me, but the two countries that showed the strongest interest in those types of products and that type of change and, and considering those when they select, the, you know, which businesses and products they're going to go with are India and China. Really? Yeah. Yeah, those markets are important to us on a number of different levels. As climate change becomes a bigger thing and where, you know, everybody is focusing on carbon emissions and how can we reduce them. And our primary markets for Wanaka and New Zealand are Australia and domestic, but the ones Southeast Asia in particular are sort of the next closest. And people are considering, you know, their impact when they choose who they're going to book with and where they're going to go. So being able to come here to a place that has this amazing natural vibrancy reputation and to a place where they, they're confident that communities are going to welcome them is really important. Yeah, that's really good to know. So are there any upcoming events or developments in Wanaka Tourism that you're really excited about? Yeah, well, I mean, we got the destination management plan done after two years of research and liaising and communicating with the community and community groups and businesses. And we're now focused on the implementation of that. We learned a huge amount of what our community wants and, and wants the future to look like and how tourism, they see tourism as being able to help contribute to that. So that's what we're focusing on implementing. But there are other things like, you know, some a lot of the events that weren't able to operate through COVID-19 are now starting to get going again we've got challenge wanaka coming up very shortly and likewise warbirds over wanaka that that's been a six-year hiatus because of just the the timing that's really exciting to be able to get them back up and going and that got a um, a really significant technological advance in aviation part of their program so i'll be really interested to see what that looks like too because there's a huge amount of technology that's changing so rapidly and especially in aviation and other transport. So if people want to find out some more information, where are the best places online to follow more about what's happening in tourism in Wanaka, Tim? Uh, the best places, just go on to wanaka.co.nz. That's our Lake Wanaka Tourism regional platform for visitors and the community and and industry. There are lots and lots of different stories about what's going on. There are events that are coming up. Um, but there are also stories about what businesses are doing and, and what community groups are doing. We've also just launched a, and we've been working with the local historic society and the libraries to be able to launch an online version of, of a um, historic timeline for the area so that, again, locals and businesses and their staff can learn more and more about what happened in this place in the past 
and you know they can add those into their commentaries. Oh, that's good. Well, it's been so good talking to you again, Tim. I'm sure we'll catch up again soon. Thanks, Brent. Great to talk with you as well. On Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, The Outlet. The Talk of Wanaka. Thanks for listening to The Outlet, your local interview and information podcast for Wanaka. Now, if you do have a story or an interview you think should be featured on The Outlet podcast, just get in touch by using the contact button on the navigation bar of your Wanaka app. The Outlet is produced and published by the Wanaka app, and it's supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. All episodes of The Outlet are available in the podcast section of your Wanaka app and wherever you get your podcasts.